but so late. I wait around and then I run to the door. I can't take anymore. It's not you. You let me down again. Baby, baby, try to find a little time and I'll make you happy. I'll be home. I'll be beside the phone waiting for you.
My name's Arnie States. I, 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 I identify as a family of four. Yes, I already look like it, I know. But good morning, ass family. And welcome to another fun-filled edition of, uh, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Arnie's about 80% today. Um, ate at a burger place yesterday in Richardson. And I should have known better because Richardson was the downfall of Garland. Uh, it borders on Garland, and, and Garland has become such a dump. And I blame that all on Richardson. 
And, and because Richardson gets all the dregs from Plano, these are towns here in Texas. And we ate this place, and I got violently ill like an hour later. Okay? Violently ill. So I, 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 I needed to eat something. I, I didn't have any food in my system yesterday. So uh, last night, I, I, I believe that I have gotten us banned from the Chick-fil-A close to our house. That's right, banned. Um, I, I, I just wanted, the only thing that sounded good to me last night, eating-wise, and I did end up throwing it up at some point last night, um, was macaroni and cheese. Because I love Chick-fil-A's macaroni and cheese. Well, I went, to, I went there. I had to get an unsweet tea for, uh, for bratty kid because she hates herself and she drinks unsweet tea, which, <laughs> that's fucking just rotten. So I go through the drive-thru, and I'm very nice to the young lady. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, trying to make her day better because she's standing out in the hot weather, and, I, and she goes, uh, all right, so large mac and cheese, unsweet tea. I said, yeah. She goes, is there a name on that order? I, I said, yes, uh, God. Because they never get my name right. My name is spelled A-R-N-I-E, and I know that that is baffling to most people because most people are stupid. By the way... If you are listening live to this this morning, let me just say, you have stumbled upon greatness today because I have a stream of consciousness that I'm fixing to go on that, that, that is going to be epic. And I have huge announcements to make today, too. So uh, let's continue for the, the band Chick-fil-A story. So I gave the name God. And uh, pull up, young man's bringing out the receipts before the food, uh, and he brings over a receipt. And, and I did that as a test because, you know, Chick-fil-A is all Jesus freaks and all that kind of stuff, anti-gay, you know, kind of my kind of place, but not really because they, they, they're very, very, oh, they're very, very uh, mouthy about it. Now, I'm not taking Chick-fil-A off the menu yet. I think they're taking me off the menu because... When he goes, uh, large mac and cheese, unsweet tea, I said, uh, was there a name on that order? And he goes, well, no, there's no name. I go, well, why'd she ask my name? Why'd she want to know my name? And he had no clue. And then I had to point out to him there was some trash on the Chick-fil-A sign, which he went and got. So then we get up to the window. That's right, it's a window. It's like the color yellow. Here in Texas, they end with an A. It's like in Boston. They don't use the ah. They can't even say the letter ah. It's, it's ah. Get to the window. Large mac and cheese, uh, unsweet tea. I said, yes. I go, what's the name on that? And I was not in the mood yesterday. I was just not in the right mood. And he goes, well, there's no name on it. I go, well, why the fuck did she ask my fucking name? Looking back, I probably could have handled it a little bit differently. <laughs> the kid's like, I, <laughs> I laugh about it now because it's funny as shit now. I, and they gave me my bag. I go, thanks. Don't ever ask my fucking name again. <laughs> so, yes, I may have been a, a, a tad bit of a dick, but, but let, me, let, me just, let me just tell you. When you hear what I have had to put up with, 
in the recent weeks because we're pulling the curtain back today, people. Oh, yeah. The curtain's getting pulled back today. Let me say some good mornings before I get to this shit, and we're going to pull the curtain back after the first story because the first story is the most important story in the entire universe right now. Just ask anybody. It's not gun charges against Hunter Biden. It's not espionage charges against Swalwell or anything like that. No, 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 no. We have to get to the most important story about dead billionaires. But before we get to that... Well, Straight Fire says, ha ha, hump day, ass family. Yes, it is indeed. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. House Paints is happy. Hump day. Ass family, we'll write back at you, my friend. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in this motherfucking house. Roadhouse. Yes. Roadhouse. Yeah, I'm in that kind of mood today. Roadhouse. Damn right. Damn right. Oh, I love trash. Trash Panda says, happy. Hump day. As family was a nice change being able to listen to music on 90. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. You got to listen to music this morning. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, my numbers are going to be up today. Good day to be up. Gold says, happy. Hump day. Assholes. Disco balls are spinning. Yeah, I was in kind of a disco mood today. I, I got to say, and I love... I love Thelma, Thelma, Hopka, or Thelma Washington's uh, Don't Leave Me That Way. It's one of my favorite songs uh, from that era. From that era, I should say. Uh, Scott. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. He says, good morning, Arnie. And ass family, it's a disco. Hump day. Indeed. Sanchez family says, hump some ass. Indeed, we will. Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. My man Fred. My opinion's the only one that counts. Uh, he says, good. Hump day. Y'all, uh, Braddy Kid says, I put Splenda in the T. Yarny. I have seen my name spelled with a Y with an E-Y ending. I have even seen my name spelled with a double E ending as if I'm a stripper at the Vixen Lounge. I'm not a stripper at the Vixen Lounge. You don't spell it A-R-N-E-E. Oh, God. Good morning. Uh, Good Darren. D- did I play the wrong thing for Good Darren? Wait, I-, I always play the wrong thing everywhere. Please be a fart. Good Darren. Yeah. Please be a fart. Done. Please be a fart. I should Scott. be fine if I don't push too hard. Scott, Scott, Scott. I got to come up with a new one for you. I don't even know if you watch that show or not. But, uh, Scott, I, I, I work on a good Darren. I'm so sorry. I apologize. He's fantastic. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Just a great guy. and I am. Really uh, very, am. very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And really enjoyed being with him. You're yeah. out. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. She says, to me, all iced teas taste like dirt. I do not understand the whole tea thing, hot or cold. Neither do I. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. And she says, uh, happy Hump day. ass family. Uh, let's see. The Notorious Rev says, good morning all. Hope all is good. Rough couple days, to be honest. Do me a favor. Keep me and my wife in your good vibes and prayers. Would really appreciate it. Good vibes going your way, my friend. I promise. Ogre! Buenos dias, amigo! Uh, let's see, Chaz Man in the house. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. 
Uh, good morning, ass family. Happy hump day. Uh, this is going to be the longest week and a half until vacation. No words of wisdom today. Let's get her done. Braddy Kid Offspring. Oh, the good one. Morning, Arnie. Well, good morning to you. The best spelling of Arnie is B-A-R-N-E-Y. Yes, please be a fart. Had a few one of those lately. Uh, v Coop in the house. Where? Wait, wait, wait. Where'd V Coops go? I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. He says, sorry, Mage, I know your kid uses the handle Delta Airlines, but after my flights yesterday, Delta sucks like Kamala earning a VP job. Oh, that's good stuff. Staff! Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night, you need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off that's your ass. That's probably true. Um, all right, let's get this started. Okay, big announcements. First big announcement. Here we go. Hold on a second. We got to get the, the, the right thing here. Um, where is it? Monday! There's a reason to look forward to Monday! Tommy is going to be on the show. Now, that's big. That, that, that's awesome. Can't wait to have Tommy on the show. But that's not the only announcement. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Tuesday, Mikey is going to be on the show. Bam. Bam. That shit's happening. And I'm sure that we're going to touch on a lot of these subjects here. Now, the first thing that we have to talk about No, I'm not pregnant. No, thank God. The search for the Ocean Gate Titan submarine, which disappeared Sunday during a dive. They only have about, I'm going to say, probably about another 24 hours of air left in the submarine. And and we're talking about a bunch of billionaires that that, that decided to spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars to go twelve and a half thousand feet below the sea to look at something they could see on TV all the time or in a museum. Sanchez family says fresh food swoosh. Good morning to you, my friend. I don't know why this is the lead coverage everywhere. This is not this is not a story. This is a bunch of rich people who got fucked up doing something stupid. The end. I'm sorry to be the one that tells you they're dead. And if they find them, hey, great. I bet you they never go in the fucking water again. Is it interesting that they are meat in a can? Pretty much. They're going to need to look in the stomach of a megalodon to find that sub. No shit. They, I heard that they heard banging this morning. I'm just telling you right now, somebody has shit themselves in that submarine. That submarine right now smells so bad. <laughs> I paid zero attention to this. Please tell me what the heck is going on. So what is happening is these people, you can pay $250,000, and they put you in this little submarine, and there's six of them in there, there or five people are in there. I think it can hold up to six. So there are five people in there. So they've made over $2 million on this adventure alone. And it dives down 12,000 feet, 12,500 feet into the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, It's uh, Newfoundland and and kind of America, so the Coast Guard's kind of looking. Canadian Coast Guard, they're just being polite. Um, And you can look at the Titanic. Now... That's all I know of this. And now it's been lost. It's under there. 
Uh, these people, yes, these people. Swoosh. So ask family, something happened yesterday, and I'm glad I wasn't in the room when it happened because you know me. Oh, before we get any further, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to do something before I, I get into my Mia Copa. Um, we have a birthday to recognize that we did not recognize yesterday. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday Special young man. Pebble. Happy birthday to you. Uh, the, the, the Pebble is Alicia's son, and, and he is just like the little baddest motherfucker on the planet. And, and I've nicknamed him the Pebble. I, I think his younger brother is going to be known as Boy Kind, because he's not a man yet, so he can't be Mankind. And that's just an ongoing feud there between Mankind and The Rock, but they're still buddies. So we got the Pebble and Boy Kind, but it was the Pebble's birthday. So one more time for the Pebble. Uh, let, let, let's do this correctly. Let's get the president. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her mm-hmm. family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Right, the happy birthday to you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valley. The Pebble. Happy God birthday to you. Come on. It was his birthday, for God's sake. So happy birthday, Pebble. Hope you had a good one. Uh, I'll bet it was James Cameron in his own attack sub who said, step off my Kool-Aid, bitches. All right. So, as you know, ass family. Like, I don't know if anybody realizes it. If you're a firefighter and you're driving and you see an accident on the side of the road and there's nobody helping, uh, Alicia, I hope you got to hear that. Oh, gosh, I hope you got to hear that. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. If you've been on vacation in that part of the world, you're going to be doing that a lot when you get back, girl. Um, so if you're a firefighter and you're driving down the road and you see an accident, you're supposed to, you're, you're mandated by law that you have to stop and help. Okay? Same with police. You have to stop and help. And I imagine doctors go through this if they see somebody choking or if they're on a plane and, and somebody says, is there a doctor on, in the house? And they say, yes, I'm a doctor. You're supposed to do that. Now, whenever somebody says something in my vicinity and it's not on the smart side, it is my contractual obligation, it's my job, sorry, that I have to pounce, okay? Like like, like when you see an idiot who does a safari in Africa, a walking safari, and a tiger comes out, and the tiger pounces on the stupid person, that's the tiger's job, okay? Me, when people say dumb shit, it's my job. People depend on me for this, that I have to pounce. And I was not around two pounce yesterday. But then I heard about this, and now I have to pounce. <sighs> I've been promising you guys this for a while. Yep. I 
Your job is to either say, excuse me, you dropped something, or you say wig. I did call out a wig the other day on Pat Sajak. I don't think doctors are legally obligated. Uh, didn't see a doctor running to save the Cowboys when they choked in the playoffs. Uh, so, I've been trying to be nice. I really have. But here we go. So, as you know, the spiral continues here in the Casa de States. We, we should call this States House Rules, maybe. So, still drama between the donor and Spawn. Still crazy, crazy drama there. Not getting into that. Um, but then there's the flavor of the month. Who moved in. Nice kid. Super nice kid. Like him. But he said something yesterday. And I wasn't around to catch this. And this is going to go on to a longer stream than I'm about to reveal. Because it, you, would, you would probably want to give me the Nobel Peace Prize for my reactions in the last five days. I've been spinning in my own brain for five days. Maybe that's why I didn't think I had that great a show yesterday. It's because I've had this all on my brain. Uh, my Italian make skin is making me look local with all the rays I picked up last week. <laughs> Wait, the guy who's been around for six months? Yep. Whale swallows two kayakers whole in California. Awesome. Derek, good morning to you, my friend. Hold on. Becca! Good morning. Uh, finally made it. Happy... Pump day! Pump! There we go. All right, now back to the story. So, yesterday, um, after my bout of vomiting... And cleaning, it, let, let, the worst part about dentures is if you throw up and you're not in your house, yeah, you got to carry that around for with, with, for a while. So it, it was a pretty tough drive home yesterday. So I get home, clean my teeth out, continue to vomit. And then I miss something. I miss something and damn, damn that damn charbroil fucking hamburger place for making me sick. The TV was on. And the news was on for some reason. And they were doing the number one story in the world about the submarine that's lost as it was looking at the Titanic. And that is when Flavor of the Month, that we also refer to as 2.0, said they found the Titanic... found the Titanic. Yes, yes, they, they found it in 1985. The biggest movie in the history of time has scenes from actual actual footage of the Titanic. Now, you don't have to have seen the movie, but you have to know that the movie is the biggest grossing movie ever. And it's about a boat that sunk. Now, 
I was not there to hear this live in person. So I have not been able to properly orny react to this. And whoever said the, uh, we've also been to the moon, I, I did ask this morning, and I, I may be in a little bit of trouble for asking this. I, I asked the, uh, <laughs> I asked the spawn if this young man is actually on the spectrum. Because, <laughs> wait, I, I haven't even gotten, I, look, ask family, I haven't even gotten to the money shot yet. And I'm, I'm speaking kind of low because they're in the house, and I don't want to be talking loud because I don't want him to wake up and then think that he's going to be a big man and challenge me because that, that would just be bad. Um, um, statements like that are why Forrest Gump got up one day and ran across the country three times. Oh, believe me, if my knees were better. But no, 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 no. So... Um, there are uh, a lot of things that I've been holding back. Holding back. Is that Bubba that wants in? Bubba, you want in? You want to come in? You want to you ride shotgun? Okay, hold on a second, Bubba. There you go, Bubba. Um, so, uh, <laughs> he does a lot of things around the house that <sighs> just kind of made me scratch my head. I go, okay, all right. I, I, I put it up to this or that or, you know, bad rearing. I missed what intellectual giant said. This, this is the uh, flavor of the month. This is the new, new, uh, new 2.0, if you will. So last weekend we kind of were we, – we got – to our wits end a tad bit, and I said, well, you know what? Let's you and I go out to eat. Let's go out, and you and I will will have a conversation. Stink fist. Good morning. You only get that much because I'm in the middle of a big story here. And the thing is that I wanted to point out to him is that he doesn't pay attention to anything, literally. Like, he'll walk in the house and say something and he was looking for something, and it was right in front of him when he walked in. He doesn't pay attention, doesn't listen. He's not doing anything malicious or anything mean. But it, it's just one of those things where it's like, just listen. So um, we went to eat. Now, as you know, I'm a fat fuck. And I do not like sitting in booths, especially booths that are already attached to the wall. And it looked like these booths were attached to the wall. So we get our food, which, by the way, I paid for. Never did say thank you. Hasn't said thank you for the shaving cream I gave me either. But that's I just hold those all in. So I look at him. I said, take the table up front. He goes, oh, okay, good. And as I grab my food and turn, he is seated at a booth in the middle. Now, the booze are not adhered to the wall, so I can push it, and I pretty much push it into his chest so I can sit in there. Um, so we're sitting there, and, and I'm going over some things with him, you know, to pay attention more and to, to do this and, and, and not go down that same road. And, and I'm there also to try to be nice and mentor him and say, look, man, y'all aren't in a hurry. Y'all are young. Let this play out. You don't have to... You know, you're jumping into a situation that, that is overwhelming. And he admitted that he was overwhelmed. But nothing, and I mean nothing, 
in my 51 and a half years could have prepared me for what I was about to hear. So we finish the dinner, and we get into the car, and I let him drive. And it's his first day with a license at 23, but that's a whole different story. Remember, first day with a license at 23. Um, and I ask him, because you know he was in the military, and then he was let out of the military for some medical things, and he's trying to get back in the military, and I'm hoping he does. And I asked him the question that men are asked all the time by other men. If that doesn't work out, let's say God forbid, God forbid, because I want it to work out. I'm rooting for this kid. I said, if it doesn't work out, you're 23, you have a girlfriend who has a baby, you have a family, in essence. And I told him one of the lines I used, and he didn't laugh, but I thought it was still a funny line. I said, I said, this is something that I admire about you because at 23, there were two kinds of girls I wouldn't date. Girls with herpes and girls with babies because they're both the same. He did not find that to be as amusing as I did when I came up with it, but that's just me. So we're in the car driving, and I ask him the question, God forbid, doesn't work out in the military. What would you like to do for a career? And at 23, I think you could start thinking about it. If he was 15, that's too young. 23, been in the military, I think it's time to start. And, and once again, family. Now, when I tell you the answer, I want you to know this is the moment I earned my Nobel Peace Prize award is because instead of reacting the way Arnie should have and usually does react, I asked him a follow-up question about it. Oh, if I, pl if I played the Jeopardy music for you guys all morning this morning, you would never get it. Wandering mime in the park, hugely lucrative career. He said, I want to get into radio. I, I could have lived with that. I could have lived with that. I, I asked him, the follow-up question was, oh, have you looked into this? Anybody, any, any, any bull semen collector? No, no, because that's a way to make money. Um. race car driver. Be Coop, awful, awful. <laughs> She's dating Ricky Bobby. 
At least Ricky Bobby knew he wanted to go fast when he was a little kid. Um, oh, and 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 I just said, "Have you looked into it?" He goes, "Well, I, I think it's pretty expensive, but I really haven't looked into it." I, I have never I have never felt I, I feel what those people in the submarine feel that crushing feeling I was so weighed down because because see and here's the thing here's the thing there's a part of me that thinks he's fucking with me there's a part of me that thinks he's fucking with me on this because that's not an answer Your responses are fucking gold this morning, people. Oh, God. He could be the next Dick Trickle. Maybe he could start a career at the race car bed like Monica Geller had. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> I just I don't even know what to say. I, I tried to hold on to it as long as I could before I brought I, it. And, and I have to say a thank you to the Warbird because, oh, of course, I told Brad a kid immediately because, well, she had to know. Um, I, I talked to Warbird this weekend who's moved from Reno to Alabama, and I haven't chatted with him since, and we had a great conversation, and I had to tell him the story because I had to get it off my chest. I mean, <laughs> I had to get it off my chest. I couldn't hold on to that. Do you know how absolutely hard that was for me? I want to be a race car driver. Huh? And at least he didn't say one side is a fire truck. That is true. Here's the most delicious part. Ask family, we are... Let's see, there's, what, 30 days? So we got nine, and then 16, 17 days. So, hold on a second. Let me, let, me, let, me, uh, let me tell you when to mark your calendars next. Not only is Tommy going to be here next uh, Monday, but uh, Mikey is going to be here on Tuesday. And then I would say look forward to the show on Monday, July 10th. And let me tell you why. July 7th. 7-7 seven, seven. used to be a horrible day for me because I got married the first time to Satana on 7-7-0-7. Seven, seven, oh, seven. Awful day. 8-27, much better day. Oh, ho, 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 did I catch you off guard there, bratty kid? Uh-huh. Make sure that's right. Hold on a second. Let me look at my calendar here. Yep, that was right. Uh-huh. Uh, he should. Uh... He thinks he can be a night manager for Taco Bell. Um, so uh, July seventh is Roscoe's birthday, Roscoe's first birthday, and I'm it, it, like, they're having a party for him. It's a Star Wars and what, what is that Lego theme? Star Wars and Lego theme. Okay, he's one. The kid still shits himself on a regular basis, and that doesn't seem to be changing anytime soon. 
And let me kid, this kid has Thanksgiving Day blowouts all the time, from what I understand. I have not changed one. I held him down once because he didn't want to get changed. That's as close. I, I, I'm not changing that kid's dirty-ass diapers. Kid's awesome, but except when he poops. Um, but they're having a birthday party for and I'm going to tell you, I I, might, I should live stream this on my OnlyFans page because this, this party is going to be the absolute definition of awkward. So, so, I'll be here, of course. I'm trying to think if I'm going to wear a very, very offensive shirt that day for the pictures or if I'm going to be a nice guy because I like Roscoe. I'm probably going to be a nice guy and just wear a good old wrestling T-shirt just for Roscoe that day. Um, hey, cowboy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Uh, Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cowboys girl, we're there. We are definitely there as well. Um, so, Braddy Kid and I will be there. Um, bratty kid's other child, the good one, the good offspring, he'll be there because he, he's going to be in town soon, and that means his smoker's going to be in town. And I'm excited to see him, but I'm more excited about the smoke. Matt, I think you're awesome, but let's get to smoking, buddy. Um, <laughs> so. So we got those three, and and we're like we're like we are we are the we're the four horsemen, the three of us. And we could add anybody to that to be the four horsemen, but we are the four horsemen. And then there's the other factions that are going to be at this, this uh, shindig. So we've got, of course, the the spawn, Mama, Roscoe will be there. Flavor 2.0, whatever you want to call him. I, I refer to him as 2.0 now. He's going to be there. Now, his parents are going to be there. Don't, 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 before anybody asks, don't. Don't ask. I don't know. I don't know why, but his parents are going to be there. And I'm going to tell you why that's going to be awkward. Oh, also, possibly a surprise visit by the one and only... That's right. The donor could be there, and I'm betting and I'm hoping with all my heart and soul that the donor shows up with his new girlfriend, just for the 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 extreme level of awkward. Kale says, "Morning to the whole lot of you asses. This morning I received an offer letter for a new company, same role to begin with. There is potential for actual growth, starting off on the right foot by buying me a plane ticket to go pick up my new service van. Well, congratulations." That is awesome. Uh, one of the things that made me feel a kinship to use, I also got married on 7707. Mine's not a satanic situation, though. Still married to you. Good. With two ba- baby daddy present, and this is upgrading to Hoot Nanny. <laughs> a Hoot Nanny. Um, what is Roscoe's middle and a- uh, P? I wish it was. 
Uh, price of admission to the party is child support. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and uh, Braddy Kid's mom's going to be there, too. She can be the fourth member of the, the Four Horsemen. She's going to be like the Tully Blanchard. She's going to be like the, the, the one we... Uh, she can be James J. Dillon. She doesn't really get involved. Of course, I'm Ric Flair. Woo! No, no, I'll be Arn Anderson. I'll let Braddy Kid be Ric Flair. And then, like, 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 uh, like, like, like the, the, the good offspring can be either Lex Luger or Barry Windham. That's perfect. Will Jerry Springer or Maury Povich be at this party? I'll lose my shit if he brings her. Also, this will be the first time I'll be meeting his parents. This could be interesting, too. Oh, whoa, whoa. Braddy Kid, Braddy Kid, slow it down. I know you're excited that I'm talking about this. Because that means I'll probably be in a better mood because I'm not holding anything in anymore. Let's go through the the process of this. And I'm sorry that I'm not getting to the show show. And I imagine that you guys like this better, even though we got listener mail coming up next. So, uh, so the the party. The, the, there are so many awkward moments that could happen at this. What, as Braddy Kid says, the first time meeting. Uh, Flav 2.0, 2.0 Flav, uh, his parents. Oh, that's going to be good. Her and I have lots and lots of questions. Lots and lots of questions. Possibly even where the race car idea came from. But, but oh, 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 oh. The, the true, the true hootenanny of it all is if, if the donor shows up. <laughs> so she says, invite Tommy. <laughs> Hey, Tommy, you want to come to a one-year-old's birthday party and possibly see a bunch of fights break out? He'll be like, shit, yeah, man, I'll bring the cheese dip. So. <laughs> I just hope. I, I you know, and. I'm going to have to check everybody for their phones because I want to be the only one videotaping any of this. <laughs> Gold says we'll love every video of this. I, maybe, possibly, I don't know. I just know that this is going to be gold. Tommy would build a pool just to throw furniture into it. <laughs> he would. Um, by the way, just to let you know um, that Tommy is abreast of all situations. I, I chatted with him this morning. Texted, um, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Tommy texted me. I told I texted him the race car driver story. He says, um, where's that? What a dumb shit. <laughs> He says, no one just lets you drive their race car. Believe me, I've tried. <laughs> and then he asked a question. Is she on a dating app called Find the Dumbest Motherfucker in the World? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Oh, fucking A. I, I love my friends. Oh, they've all had. Uh, 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 seeing all these responses, know that I was so right. <laughs> Ogre, or Stackhar says, I can show up and do the Indian guy cussing that makes no sense. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is an episode of The Simpsons. This is so, this, this is, I'm just going to tell you right now, 
I don't need to shake the magic eight ball because I already know what the, the magic eight ball says. Signs do not look good. I'm just making sure all the cool breakable shit in the in the front part of the house, I'm going to have to lock the office up. I, I, I just got to make sure all that's taken care of. Oh, no, 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 no. Gold, that's not anything to wor- worry about because the, 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 the new, uh, the, the donor's new dumpster, because that's what we'll call her. We'll, call, just, we'll just call her the cum dumpster. I like that. It, the, the newest dumpster from south of the border is not hot as fuck. No. Have the poly deal awkward saying ready, Arnie. Awkward. Oh, I'm going to have that on my phone and just play it every once in a while. Awkward. Oh. oh, I feel about 100 pounds lighter right now. I feel like I've taken the biggest fucking emotional crap of my entire life. Arnie, please, if shit goes south and you need intervene, play the broken glass sound and stomp a mud hole. Oh. Every night I go to bed, Ogre. I, uh, I talk to my dad. And I, I talk to my higher power. And I got an interesting letter in the, the mail that wants to, me to explain my spirituality. And I'm, I'm not afraid to. I, I, I'm happy to explain it here in listener mail coming up here in just a bit. Um, but every night, I, I, there, there's one thing I do not pray for because I know he'll give it to me, and that is patience. And I, oh, I, I don't think in prayer form is the right time to ask if I can stomp a mud hole in somebody's ass because I would have been asking for that a long time ago. I mean, oh, like, like the, the, this is the part that I may have a hard time with. Like, and, and, and this is no reflection, I, and I'm not trying to boost me up at all or, or my generation, but I got to tell you, I do not know how to be around people that are, are, and this is mainly the donor. This is the donor 100%. I do not know how to act around complete losers. I mean, through my drugs and alcohol, I was a loser for that, but I pulled myself up, and I, I made my way of the world, and I made my way through the world, and and I busted my ass doing things I didn't necessarily want to, but... Guys had nine jobs in three years. Just I I, I don't know how to I, I don't know how to talk to them. If alcohol is being served, it should really get get good later on. Oh, yeah, th- this has got to be an alcohol free party. Keep the office slash studio locked for that party. Oh yeah. Oh, nobody's getting in here. Truth be told, I would rather be in here. <laughs> it, when, when the cake gets served, I'll come out and have some cake. And, and, and by the way, let me just say this right now about the cake. Brady Kid, if you're in charge of the cake, you better get some good fucking cake. I don't want one of them crappy-ass, shitty store cakes. If I have to be willing to allow idiots and assholes in the house, I better be getting some good cake. I'm just saying. 
I'm, we're, we're, we're talking we're, we're, we're not that crappy grocery store frosting shit that they put on it. We're talking about buttercream. Oh, I know it's not my birthday, but it's a cake, and I, I can have some say on the cake, can I? I know what Roscoe likes. Roscoe likes Fruity Pebbles. Roscoe does like Dr. Pepper. How do I know that? I don't know. Brett, a kid. Uh, uh, no, no, Roscoe I, I, is interested. He's very interested in Copenhagen. Brett, a kid, no, you've never let me down. Never let me down. I, on the other hand, let you down all the time, and I know that. <laughs> a three musketeer cake, god damn you. Well, I haven't had a Milky Way cake in forever. I'm not asking. This is Roscoe. I don't know if Roscoe likes Milky Way yet. Fruit Loops, not Pebbles. Oh, he would like Fruity Pebbles a lot better than he like Fruity Loops. Fruit Loops are crap compared to Fruity Pebbles. Uh, Big-ass fan just got here. Idiots and assholes coming over. Sounds like a family affair. You would be my friend, uh, absolutely. Correct the mundo. Uh, fun fact, my first word was Coke. My dad uh, loved him some Coca-Cola. Roscoe's a big fan of pigs in a blanket. Oh, I can tell you, Roscoe loves pigs in a blanket. Roscoe loves McDonald's double cheeseburgers. See, I think that's the way we should do it. We should go McDonald's double cheeseburgers. They want to go pizza. Roscoe's favorite pizza is uh, Campisi's. That's what he told me. He and I communicate. Roscoe and I talk all the time. When he, when, when other people just hear, I hear my favorite pizza is Campisi's. And can you make sure there's Campisi's pizza at my birthday party? That's what he asked me. So Fruit Loops are the mill game, <laughs> middle of the road game in, and Fruity Pebbles are the fat drag queens. Pretty much, yeah. Um, let's see, uh, what else? Uh, well, I, I do know that Roscoe loves wrestling and he would much rather have a wrestling theme party, but he understands this party's for mom and, and not him. But in the future, all his parties are going to be wrestling themed. On the year three, he'll be, ter- he, he, that's his first Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's the first time we shave his head is at three. And then when he turns 16, we do it again. You see how we, we incorporate 316 into two birthdays. Bam! Two birthdays out of the way. You're welcome. Uh, wow, you understand Roscoe like Bobby Boucher understands Farmer Franz, Thick Agent. Exactly. Now, this is the weird part. At two, he wants a Chuck Woolery birthday. That just went over everybody's fucking head. Ogre, you're going to get that one. And I bet you're going to laugh at that one. He wants a Chuck Woolery flip. Theme party for his second birthday. Hand to God, that's it is. It's what he said. He's like, if they do pizza, get Campisi's. I said, okay. Supreme or sausage? I said both. Yes, I did laugh. Fucking Chuck Woolery, two and two. There it is, right there. The Chuck Woolery theme. So I've got birthday parties. They took care of one. I got two and three already out of the way. Bam! 
Now, we all know for the fourth birthday party, it's going to be a four horsemen theme. That will be the first time that Roscoe is allowed to be Ric Flair. The first time. Now, at five, we could have a Booker T theme, the five-time, five-time, five-time champion. Just saying. I've got these parties all planned out. Your jobs are over. Just raise a child. Make, make, let me be in charge of the parties. So long as Roscoe doesn't become the Crispin Benoit part of the Four Horse. No, he's never, ever mentioned there. Ready kid off during fifth birthday party is the Copenhagen. Well, I have promised that the fifth, as soon as Roscoe turns five, he can have his first dip. So I like that, the Copenhagen theme party. So I got years two through five taken care of. Y'all are all welcome. The end. Now, six through ten, y'all are going to have to work on because I, I, I'm too tired. And by the way, I won't get any credit. These will be the greatest birthday parties known to mankind. Especially the fourth one, he's going to have little kids around probably from, I don't know, how kids run around, the four-year-olds. He's going to be the bell of the ball being Ric Flair. I mean, come on. Woo! I got to teach him the woo. Somehow Steve McMichael is still the worst horseman. Yeah, it's horrible. He was so bad. Fifth birthday for the Cowboys because let's keep it real. That's what it'll be for a while. No, Gold. No. Uh Uh-uh. I could say the same thing. You could have a 49er theme party. Pal, you've been there longer. Oh, I don't care that you went to the Super Bowl and lost. Who won the Super Bowl most recently between the Niners and Cowboys? Yeah. What are we, 30 years and you're 31 years? Yeah. So there you go. I, I believe that is all. I, I, I have I have I have released my soul. And I hope you enjoyed it. Fun fact, but it changes this year. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. The Cowboys trade Dak Prescott. We get a real quarterback. Fuck, we'll get Tom Brady to fucking win it for us. By the way, I don't care about the Cowboys. I care about the Longhorns this year. They have a freshman on the on the field right now that's that's been clocked to running 23 miles an hour. Do you know how fast it is? He's like a fucking gazelle. So this is the play I, I start every time in shotgun. Hut, I let him just run straight. He just goes, throw the ball down the field. Texas wins 70 to nothing every game. But, yes, that's my, 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 my hopes are riding on that because the Rangers got fucked last night in the game. Bullshit call. Cost them the game. Asshole umpires. So between that and the Coast Guard looking for these, these, these billionaires. What, uh, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about this. And I'm not going to talk about this a lot this week, and I know today is is hump day, it's Wednesday, and you'll probably want me to. I'm going to try to save most of this for Monday with Tommy because Tommy said it perfectly. Republicans ripped the Hunter Biden slap on the wrist for tax and gun crimes. GOP says President's scandal-plagued son plea deal 
uh, to uh, likely avoid jail is a distraction from the $10 billion bribery scheme. Now, I want you to think about this. This is how we're going to cover it today. And today is the only day we're going to really talk about it until Tommy's here. Hunter Biden, who illegally, first, before we get to the gun, his tax evasion crimes. He's going to get a slap on the wrist for that. Didn't they throw Al Capone and Alcatraz for that? What's changed? Hmm? Now, the thing that Tommy has been so vocal about on social media and Twitter, and I agree with him wholeheartedly on this, and he's very, very smart for calling this out, isn't this president the one who's, quote, tough on guns? We are going to prosecute, prosecute. I believe those were the president's words. Anyone who illegally obtains a gun. Or these gun crimes that happen, we talk about banning guns. This president is going to be the toughest there is on guns. Well, then why is it his his son is being protected for illegally obtaining a firearm. He did what every school shooter has done. Yet we're going to give him a plea deal and there's not going to be any jail time? What, 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 what is he giving? If he's, if he's willing to do this, what are we getting in return? Because he's not getting any jail time. When Trump's taxes and nonprofit reporting was in question, they wanted to impeach, prosecute, and crucify. Yep. Even the situation had to do <laughs> due time. What's changed? Al Capone's daddy wasn't the president. Yep. That's exactly what it is. And now I want you to think about this because I guarantee this will happen. When Hunter is prosecuted because he's pled guilty to these two felonies, these federal crimes, one being a gun charge, will the world finally start to see the hypocrisy when his father pardons him? The two lawyers in Missouri who legally legally obtained firearms to protect their domicile were prosecuted by the state of Missouri for pulling their weapons on people who had weapons pulled on them who were illegally trespassing not only in the neighborhood but on their private property. Those lawyers were prosecuted. They didn't do anything wrong. Hunter Biden didn't pay his taxes and lied on a federal form. That's doing shit wrong. And I'm sorry. Uh, this, If you want to talk about the hypocrisy, and, and I can't do it anymore. I can't. 
it's like the purge of my system that I had earlier because I just couldn't hold on to that juicy nuggets anymore. Race car driver. Now, 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 real quick, we need to go back to the race car driver thing. Do you realize he was talking to me? Me? See, see, I was trained for 30 years, 30 years to pounce or slash attack stupidity. And I had to eat that. And it was the, it was the worst tasting shit burger I ever ate. But now I've let it go. I purged my system of that shit burger. Spontaneous Michael Thera. Hi, I'm Michael Thera. I, I like I like to act in movies. Yeah, I have a little lisp at the end of when I talk. Uh, As family doesn't form four four seven three says if you lay on this form, it's punishable by jail time and a fine. Yes, it does say that. Unless you're the president's son. Come on, man. You sound like a dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> like from that John Wayne movie. Now, here's the repugnant part about it. This president who's supposed to be this guy, he, by the way, he was supposed to be, remember, remember what he said in the election in 2020? You remember what he said? He's the great uniter. He's going to bring Republicans and Democrats together, but he can't go to the podium fast enough to throw Republicans under the bus. That is not necessarily bringing sides together. Nor did I fall for that bullshit. I'm not saying he's a bad person because he's a Democrat, okay? Let, 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 let's just get that out of the way. This isn't about po- politics, and this isn't about what parties, okay? Because the Republicans got a bunch of dipshits, too. Mitch McConnell, Rand Paul gets beat up by his neighbor. How can I respect a guy who gets beat up by his neighbor? And if his neighbor isn't fucking like, you know, Ahmed Johnson from the WWE, then it's really sad. You got a security detail there, Senator Paul. Open fire on that son of a bitch. Fucking do the North Korean leader. Come Jong-un. Fucking fire an aircraft missile at the guy. You don't get beat up in your own yard as a United States senator. This, but, but Hunter Biden will not pay child support to a, a baby that's his. DNA collected says it's his. He admits it's his. He won't pay for it. He doesn't want her using his last name. There's only one father I've ever seen, or I should say donor, that's worse than Hunter Biden. And I've already talked about him this morning. And he's going to be at a first birthday party, possibly. But he's the exact same. Hell, Joe Biden, the grandpa, who gets called out by his grandkids on, on Twitter saying how wonderful of grandparent he is, and then thank God there was Tommy. To say, no, he's a deadbeat. There's a, there's another grandchild he's not paying any attention to. And he's never acknowledged her. The president of the United States is not acknowledging one of his grandchildren. But somehow, somehow, I don't know, but Americans are going to vote for him again 
2024. I'm not even talking about who is going to run against him. I'm talking about the people that are going to vote for him again. Yes, Brady Kid. Okay, so um, I just got word that, um, remember the other day for Father's Day, um, somebody couldn't, didn't want to come over because they didn't feel comfortable coming over to the mm-hmm. house? Yes. Um, okay, well, I just want you to be sitting down and while you're doing your therapy session, um, he's supposed to be coming over tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Okay. But... He's too afraid to come over. He he doesn't feel comfortable coming over for Father's Day, but all of a sudden he feels comfortable coming over on a random Thursday. Mm-hmm. Makes makes a lot of sense. All right, go back to work. Thank you. That's wonderful. What did you guys send me? Modern day Ming is merciless. <laughs> oh, as uh. It, I want you to think about that today. That, 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 that's your goal to think about that shit today is that this man doesn't acknowledge his own grandchildren. He's going to pardon his son, even though he lied on a federal gun form, even though this is supposed to be the president that's going to clean up guns. But he lets his son get away with it. He's going to allow a former president of the United States to be um, to be tried over over documents that he wasn't supposed to have, even though he was allowed to have them. Until this president went back to the uh, the National Archives and said, "We need you to reclassify those," and they did. So what he did was he pretty much broke the law for Donald Trump. Yet, yet, by the way, he still has those same classified documents in his garage in Delaware that there was not an FBI raid. The FBI did not raid Hunter Biden's laptop. It was turned in. We were told it was Russian misinformation. Yet everything that we found out, isn't it weird? Isn't it strange? That almost, because I I, I don't know everything he said, but almost everything Donald Trump said about Hunter was true. It was true. The president who wants to build a railroad from Angola across the Indian Ocean. I can't make this up, people. If I was this good of a writer, I would be on strike in Hollywood right now. Uh, love event tomorrow, Arnie versus the donor, LOL, <laughs> live, no, I, look, 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 here, here's the deal, here's the deal, and I'm going to go into break after this, uh, that's Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy's time, he figured Arnie would be preoccupied, he's losing, it's by the day, and gaining ballots from the left, I hope so, um, the only reason I allow and, and let me say this, I allow that person in the house is because of Roscoe. That's it. Nothing on me. My, I'm, I'm not going to let my ego get in the way. Unfortunately, for the time being, 
and it pains me to say this. It, it, it hurts me. I, I'm on the verge of tears saying this, that he is Roscoe's daddy. Oh, it's fucking terrible to say. It's awful. It, it, oh. And I am never, ever going to do anything to purposely upset Roscoe. I like Roscoe a lot. Hell, I love Roscoe. He's a good little kid. And I don't think that him having a shitbox of a father should ruin his childhood. So that's why things like this happen. And, yeah, uh, oh, I'm going to let him burn that bridge. Believe me, believe me. But but I, I will say this. There will be certain, there's a level that I can be pushed to. There's a level I can be pushed to. And then, I'm sorry. Uh, you heard me say it here first. I'm sorry. I apologize. Let me, let me give the apology first and say I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I will do. I'm not really sorry for what I'll do because if I was, I wouldn't do it. But I'm sorry. But is, is, uh, I, I threw a, a video up the other day of Roscoe playing with Bubba. And Bubba usually does not let Roscoe. Bubba's terrified of the thing. He that's what he. I I speak to Bubba too, and Bubba's like, Dad, 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 that thing is coming over here again. It's got a fly swatter. It's gonna hit me. I have to tell Bubba to get up and move. We're trying to teach him to be nice with the the puppy and you know pet him. And they had a great moment the other day. They were playing and and Roscoe was putting this fake taco in Bubba's mouth, and Bubba was eating it, and Roscoe was laughing. It was fantastic. That smile and that laugh, that's what I'm there to protect. And if that means I have to eat shit burger after shit burger for it for a while, I will. For Roscoe, I will. Uh, let's see. A good man, Arnie. Uh, God save Queenie. Who are we talking about again? We're talking about Braddy Kid's grandson. I- I'm known as just Mr. Arnie. So there you go. All right. Listener mail is coming up next. If you want to write me, you can write me still at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. Uh... You're looking at a man that's almost gone. Had a good woman and I went and did her own. Honey found out I was loving double time. From her heart to the back of her mind She made a man More out of me Just a vision of the past Is all you see Like a statue of stone A part of history Yeah, that woman made a me Just a vision of the past. 
a part of history. Yeah, that woman made a memory out of me. Yeah, that woman made a Part of history. Yeah, that woman made a memory out of me. Now that baby made a memory out of me.
Yes, darling, you're gonna need me again It's just a matter of time Go Just a matter of time After I gave you Everything I had You laughed and called me a clown Remember In your search for fortune This isn't my usual sales pitch. What the fuck? I mean, I divulged some shit there. I divulged the shit. And I told you that Tommy's going to be on the show Monday. Mikey's going to be on the show Tuesday. Joe Murphy's going to be on the show tomorrow. I mean, 
for $2.99 a month? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? All you got to do is go to ArnieRadio.com, sign up, and you can never, ever miss another show again. You'll never have to miss another show again. How about that? Now, before any more diddly-daddling around going on, let's get to Listener Mail, which is brought to you by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Let me tell you about the rest, brother. But what they like to do, and I, I just found this out, what they like to do is they like to come to your house to give you a, an estimate, of course, while, in fact, they're implanting hypnosis devices. That's right, hypnosis devices. So they can force you in a trance to kidnap elderly people, force the elderly people to get transition surgery, then film those people having sex. You see, they're, you're going, the, the rest is having the people do this to avoid any kind of prosecution, while yet in turn making all the money from those dirty shit-of-stand princes. Now, first of all, I don't know if Jesse even knows what hypnosis is, nor should he. He's not into that witchcraft mumbo-jumbo voodoo stuff. He's into putting good floors into your house. So please, if you, le- if you need floors done at your house, call Jesse at JS Floors, 775-267-4123, and he will do that for you. He doesn't, he doesn't, want, to, he doesn't want to kidnap Mama and Papa and then force them to become Papa and Mama. He doesn't want to do that, no. No, he just wants to put in good floors. Now, come on. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, hold on. Let's see who this first one is from here. Uh, Let's see. No, I don't want Southwest Airlines. Uh, First one here is from uh, Darren, and Darren needs some help. So, uh, band, is the band ready? Now, now last week, ass family. I don't know if you recall what happened. I, I tried to hit some notes, and my, my voice said, nope. It just stopped. And turns out I ended up spraining a vocal cord last week. Now, we're going to sing today. We're going to try, cause it, and, and it's bothering me. It's, it, 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 it is a little painful. Now, it's not horrible, just certain ways I move my neck. So we got a couple songs. I'm not doing any of the long ones today. Because I got I, I to see if I can still do it. But, but, but we do have them. So here we go. Uh, song number one. By the way, yes, there's a dip in my mouth. Damn it, swoosh. Betty White, Jimmy Walker's Dynamite, Fred Sanford Carrot Top, your mom likes to mop, Satana hated me, her clit hung to her knees, I did another show without me, it really blows. So far so good. Harry Carey, Stone Cold, great men, I am told, Joe Dog Radio 2, I just say fuck you. Now you know why this show is so good and better, and it is so important to me. It's time to ask Arnie, he is really fat, we hope you're down with that. You 
can go ask him right now before he gets up and fucks a cow. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. Things are good. Things are good. One more. Of course, we'll do one more, and, and this will be a tester. See how my, my octave levels are, because like Freddie Mercury was four octave levels, I'm at least 17. At least 17 different octave levels I can hit. And this song proves it. amazing that was amazing that should get me the super bowl halftime show that right there alone should get me the fucking super bowl halftime show you heard me say it hey no not that hey konnichiwa bud what's up how's it going domo arigato around here we speak american okay but whoa whoa wait hold on a second here uh let, let me get this sound effect ready because i'm reading what you wrote Oh, uh, let's see. There it is right there. Oh, this tickles my heart. Maid says, good morning, ass and AIG. Well, I lost a bet to my wife, and she told me because I'm a 49ers fan, I have to say this on your show, and it hurts my heart, but... How about them Cowboys? Yeah! How about them Cowboys? Yeah! How about them Cowboys? Yeah! You know... You know, Mage, if your wife is listening and you have another bet that you'd like to make with Mage, possibly, I'm just saying that if you're really, really certain about something and you know Mage is going to lose, you could always say, hey, I bet you, if you're wrong, Arnie has to change your walk-up music from, hey, konnichiwa, bud. Two. How about them yeah. I'm just saying that, that that's just a bad idea I have. I I I'm just I'm just randomly throwing stuff out there. <laughs> Fuck! I'm such an asshole. <laughs> oh, see, see, you see, when I purge my soul, good things happen. When I purge my soul, good things happen. The asshole gene comes back. All right. First letter here is from Darren. It says, Dear Arnie, my son is going to be a senior this upcoming school year, and we're trying to get him motivated for college. I was wondering if you had a kid this age, what would your advice be to your kid about college? I'd tell him not to be a race car driver. (laughs) Major saying, no, no, no. If I had a kid that was about to be a senior in high school, okay, 
I would sit down and ask him that same question. Now, at 17 or 18, the kid probably still doesn't know what he wants to do. So you don't ask him necessarily once he, what he wants to do for what he wants to be when he grows up. That's just a dumb question to ask a 17 or 18 year old. You ask him what they're interested in. And a lot of them aren't going to tell you. A lot of them are going, I don't know, I do stuff, video games, social media. Big ass fans is getting something useful like a job. Well, Darren, this is the question I have. Who's it important? Who's college important for? Is it important for you and the Mrs. Darren? If it is, I, I, I'm not questioning that. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not calling you out for it. I'm, I'm just asking, who's college important for? And I think, I think, look, look, ask family. Come on, we're we're all family here. We can all we can all gather around. We know what kids are college material, right? We we, we if if we see a kid who's pretty much drooling all the time. That doesn't really have a lot of uh, get up and go. That's not necessarily college material. You're going to waste thousands of dollars sending your kid to go away to be a bum when you could have have him stay at the house and be a bum? Ask him if there's anything interesting. And don't be afraid to push him towards a trade school. There There is no higher calling in this world than to take care of people. And I don't mean as a hooker. I would say service people, but then everybody would get their dirty minds going. But I would say, I mean, there's nothing. Trade schools are great. People make a lot of money. If you be becoming an electrician, becoming a plumber, becoming anything, a, a truck driver, it is useful to have a trade to fall back on. Very, very useful. Do you know what my trade is? Talking. I'm fucked if the internet ever closes. Better idea, Mage has to call in and yell, how about them cowboys? You clip it and that's his intro. Oh, that, that's not bad there. Uh, focus on a career path. Okay, look into career paths. Get the uh, GED done as fast as possible and focus on the major. Ignore the distractions. Don't be a race car driver. Adele is good. Study music. God damn you. That was good. That was well played. You deserve. Hello. It's me. I was wondering if after no, all. No, I don't want to meet you. Should like God damn it. Maybe trade school or the Army if you can get them out of your basement. Um, my rules were college rent-free, no college rents due on the first, late in the second, and get your shit out on the third. Yes. Maybe you don't rule with an iron fist like Braddy Kid, but that's okay, and I'm not judging. It's, that's her rules. I respect her rules. But you have to ask yourself, who's college important for? It's important that he goes to college and gets the college experience and gets an education because he needs it, because he wants to be a lawyer or a doctor or something. By the way, there's nothing wrong with going to college and not knowing what you want to do yet. But it is a very, very costly uh, adventure. And it can't open a lot of doors. I'm, I'm not downplaying college at all. Not downplaying college at all. For some people, it's very, very important. For other people, not so important. So, Darren, you, you find out. 
Uh, tell the kid to get a job, even a part-time job. The experience will gain alone. The freedom of having his own income will be important to him as if he has any drive at all. Correct the mundo. See, that's the weird part for me. This is the part that I don't understand about, and maybe it's because I'm an old man now. But I look forward to getting a job and buying my own stuff. You know, my parents bought my clothes for the first 13 years of my life. Literally, for the first 13 years. That's when I started using birthday money, and and, and I was working at 13, 14. I had a summer job, and, and all those times I worked. Why? Because my parents picked out terrible clothes. Look, I did not want to wear tough skins the rest of my fucking life. Tough skins and maybe a couple of pair of cool pair of Bugle Boy pants we got from Mervyn's. But that was my wardrobe that my parents, and they said, if you want, hey, if you want to buy stuff, I said, I'll buy my own shit. You got to have money to do that. Need a job. Uh, college isn't even important to the students. In college, the lunatics are running the asylum. Uh, that, that's a great point, big-ass fan. Uh, also, don't take more than 12 units a semester. The only benefit to going to college is hoping Lee Corso arrives and says, oh, fuck it, live on the air. Yes. There you go. All right. Uh, we, we're going to move on. Darren, if you got any more questions, please write me back. Let me know how things are going. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie. I'm a big fan of TV and movies and music just like yourself. I'm 26 and was wondering... Why does each and every one suck so bad compared to things that were made 15-plus years ago? That's from Susan. Susan, I don't know. I mean, there are exceptions to the rule. Fucking TV today is terrible. With the, There are exceptions. There are exceptions. The Bear is coming back to Hulu. That was a good show. The Boys, great show. I don't know when that's coming back. Hopefully, end of the year. Justified's coming back. Looking forward to that. Great dark side of the ring last night about Doink the Clown. Holy shit. Next week's the big one, though. Next week's uh, dark side of the ring, the junkyard dog, baby. Woo! Boy, I love me the junkyard dog. That, that dude was an awesome wrestler. I cannot wait to see that. Uh, but great episode. There are some good music today is just terrible. I'm just going to tell you right now, music is awful today. You have to search and search for decent music. Rock music, I don't know if there's any decent rock music out there. The only decent country music, Billions coming back. Thank you, you're out. Once again, great show. Movies today are dog shit. The Flash last weekend made $55 million. And for a superhero movie, that is what you call a big fat flop. The DC Universe is flopping hard. Black Adam, flop. Flash, flop. You can't compete with Marvel with crappy comics. I mean, you're going to have to go all Superman, all Batman. Even with Michael Keaton, the Flash fucking flopped. But movies today suck. If you want to find decent country music, you have to look under the term Americana. Because today's country music is garbage. I don't know why things have changed in 15 years, Susan. But it pains me. Look, look, 
the one breakout show that I will compare to shows like Cheers is Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso was a three-season show on, on Apple TV, and it was phenomenal. Oh, Sanchez family, don't even mention that name on this show. Jelly Roll. Boy, there, there's somebody who I just, I, I don't understand what the appeal of that fucking guy is. It's only going to get worse with the writer's strike, the actor's strike, and AI. It's only going to get, oh, I know, believe me, the actors are talking about going on strike. The writers are on strike. By the way, I'm okay that the writers are on strike. You want to know why? Because the writers are the ones giving us the shit for the last 15 years. How about we get some new writers in there? I'm being serious. How about we get some new ideas, some fresh shit? Well, let's see. A blue, uh, blue Betty's gonna suck. LOL. Craven the Hunter looks good. Most of the striking read riders dry, suck out loud. I don't mind Jelly Roll. Nothing great out there though. Oh, Jelly Roll's terrible. He used to be a gangster rapper. I don't know his new Jelly Roll version is. Writers for both TV and cinema are less interested in storytelling and having fun and escapism as they are engaged in politics and agenda. Oh, my God. Correct the mundo. I mean, because, look, here, here's the thing about Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso was a comedy, and it was very, very funny. But that show had it was, was full of mental health overtones the entire time. And maybe that's why I liked it so much, because I'm a mental health case. But it was a great show. It reminded me of great shows in the past like Cheers. Cheers never had a message. Cheers was just funny. That's why Cheers will always be the greatest show ever. Because they never had a special episode. Seinfeld is right up there with it until their awful fucking series finale. Friends never had a special episode. Let me rephrase. Network writers suck. Big studio writers suck. It's only writers that are allowed full autonomy that write great stuff. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. The guy who, one of the main writers of Ted Lasso uh, was Roy Kent. He played the Roy Kent character. This guy right here. What a stupid fucking question. Brent Goldstein. Brent Goldstein was a writer that was passed up time and time again. And not only did he write parts of Ted Lasso, but mainly most of Ted Lasso with Jason Sudeikis. He also wrote the show also on Apple TV called Shrinking with Harrison Ford and uh, Jason whatever his name is. The guy from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. And you want to talk about a good show? That's another good show. Another mental health show. But once again, great shows. (laughs) I'm waiting for the Elliot Page story, A Man Without a Dick. Hopefully justified new season, not like Dexter New Blood, because I'll be sad. See, I'm hoping it's like um, Criminal Minds did a a full season on, was it Paramount? I think it was on Paramount Network on, on their streamer. And it was really, really good. The Criminal Minds was really, really good that they brought back. And I am a huge Justified fan. Raylan Gibbons is one of the greatest TV characters um, uh, fucking Boyd Crowder was one of the best bad guy villains ever. That was an amazing, I don't, this is the problem I have 
with the new justified season stack, Aaron. I'm glad you brought it up because I've been wanting to talk about this. I don't know how you can have a justified without Boyd Crowder. And this season, it's supposed to take place in Detroit. Well, Boyd Crowder is in Kentucky in prison. Unless he breaks out and moves to Detroit, which I don't think he'll do (laughs) because it'll be weird. But, man, oh, man, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh, I mean, Snowfall was really fantastic show with great writing and acting, but because it was on FX, nobody talked about it, and no one won any awards. It was a fantastic show. The cinematography, the costume design, the music, the acting, all was great, yet no awards. Uh, Oh, Boyd will be in it eventually. I'm following him on Instagram. Okay, good. I need Boyd Crowder. You gotta have Boyd Crowder. If you're gonna have Justified, I I I don't need the 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 blonde chick. Winona can come back because she was hot. But I mean, art. I'm gonna miss art. Show's so good. Oh, I I I look. I am so excited for the Justified season. But Leary as well. All right, here we go. Next one, and I think this is, is this the one? Yep, yeah, this is the one. All right, got to do some explaining here. And here, listen up, it's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, a lot of people, Heather, um, would find this question maybe be rude or a little too personal, but there's no such thing for me. Says Arnie, I've listened to you for a long, long time and was wondering if you could explain something to me. You say you're very spiritual, but you don't go to church. You mentioned God or your higher power, but why not go to church? Just wondering. Keep being great at your job. Well, thank you. First of all, uh, I don't need to explain anything to anybody. But I will tell you my story. I will share my story with you. Um. I had an epiphany about 20 years ago. And it it really did clear my mind up on a lot of things. But my epiphany was this, is that somebody is wrong. When it comes to the whole, what happens when you die? Because honestly, we don't know. We don't know if you just turn into dirt in the ground and turn into, you know, worm shit. I, I, we don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, uh, your your body. Uh, o- ogre. O- ogre, I appreciate that. He says, why go to church? Why does God need to take attendance? Uh, I have a relationship with God. I don't go to church. I like Pastor Locke Church, so I watch it online. This, this is a fair question from somebody who goes to church all the time. So, so hear me out. So I had this epiphany about 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Somebody's wrong. And we might just turn into to dirt. Or we could go to the celestial kingdom like the Mormons have, where it's a three-tier system, and the more money you donate, the higher you'll go in. Or the Muslims might be right. I mean, that's a tough one to wrap your head around, but the Muslims could be right. You could die, and there's Allah up there ruling things. We here in America, we like the the white Jesus version, even though Jesus was never white, but that's a whole different story. And this all goes back to my belief of this, that somebody's wrong, 
And who am I to tell you that you're wrong? Because I don't know. I don't know what happens when you die. Neither do you. So I can't tell you you're wrong. You're going to tell me I'm wrong, though, because that's who you are because you haven't had this epiphany. Which, yes, I'm saying I'm a better person than you because then I've had this epiphany. Once again, lots of mental issues up here. Superiority complex? Absolutely. Check that one off the list. But somebody's wrong. I'm never going to tell somebody that they're wrong with their religious beliefs, no matter what it is. If they go to church every fucking day of the week, I don't care. I'm not going to tell them they're wrong. Because maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Because we don't know. And that led me to even further thinking about what faith is. Now, Heather, you ask, I don't go to church. That fellow that I believe in, and I, look, look, I, I say higher power on the show because I don't want to offend people who get easily offended by religion, and I understand that because it does get shoved down your throat, and I try not to do that. Um. Arnie, say hi to my coworker Jason. He's a fan of yours. Jason, how are you doing? ArnieRadio.com, go there. My man Fred just fucking hooked you up with a, a lifetime of fucking entertainment. You should buy Fred lunch today for this. It, wherever Fred wants to go eat lunch, you should buy Fred lunch today. Uh, by, by the way, I'm making you. You have to buy Fred lunch today. I believe the main purpose is to have fellowship with other believers, but you can do that outside of church. The smartest thing an intellectual will say is, I don't know. Um, so here, here's the deal where, where it comes with faith. And it hit me one day while waiting for the direct TV guy. Faith is either something you have or you don't have. Okay? Call him Fred Lasso. <laughs> if you don't have it, no big deal. I have faith. I believe, and and by the way, if you say you don't have faith, you're a liar, because whenever they tell you that they're going to be at your house between 12 and 4, we all know that they're going to show up at 4.30, yet we block out the day from 12 to 4 and sit in our house and wait for the direct TV guy or cable guy or whatever it is that we're having delivered. We know they're going to be late. We have faith that they're going to show up on time. That's what faith is. Faith has no proof of anything. There's no proof to faith. So when when intellectuals challenge me when it comes to religion and things like that, first of all, I walk away from the challenge because I think it's a stupid challenge because, once again, you cannot prove faith. As far as going to church, I have a lot of reasons why I don't go to church. Church is where I learned firsthand what hypocrisy was. Firsthand. When God, there, there was a, there were three people sitting around talking with my mom and they were gushing over my mom and, 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 and I'm very, very protectful of my mother. It, it, almost as much as my father, but not quite. But at that time, I was way more protectful of my mom. And I remember we were sitting probably spaghetti dinner some Sunday night because that was my dude. The new obsession of the house was going to church. And I remember these three people sitting around loving my mom. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, this is great. Jeannie, you're fantastic. Da, 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 da. And then they left, right? That next Wednesday at church, I was walking around 
before I had to go down to the kids' meeting or whatever. That's right, because we went on Sunday night. We went Sunday. We went Wednesday. So Wednesday night, I'm walking around, and I see all those three people, and I'm walking by them, and I heard them really fucking bad talking to my mom because my mom was, y'all ready for this? My mom was a smoker. And they were shit-talking her. Now, I didn't say anything because I was a little kid. I'm like 10. I'm not going to say anything to an adult in church like, hey, shut the fuck up about my mother because I didn't want to get kicked out. And We had to wait a few more years until I vomited in the middle of Sunday school to ask me pretty much not to come to church anymore. True story. Yeah, I was hung over during Sunday school and threw up in the middle of it. Yeah. First Assembly of God Church. And then the next Sunday, the, 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 this, the, the lesson in hypocrisy happened in one week. So Sunday night, gushing over mom. Wednesday night, talking shit about mom. Sunday, I remember it was cold. It was really, really cold. And I had to go out to the car to get my jacket or something or get my mom's purse or something. So I'm going out there, and I see the main guy. The guy, it was a guy and two women who were talking shit about my mom. I saw this guy out in his car. And do you know what he was doing out in his car? That's right. You guessed it. He was smoking. So I learned about hypocrisy that way. Fun way to learn it. Let me answer you, Heather, in this question right here. Your, your question of why I don't go to church. It, 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 there's a lot more reasons than the hypocrisy in the church. I didn't like the way the church was run, the, the way they treated pastors, all that kind of good stuff. But that fellow that you follow, that you go to church to learn about, that fellow named uh, Jesus or Jesus, as our friend south of the border would call him. You know, he never asked for people to follow him. There was never, ever a, 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 a sign. He, they didn't have Kinko's back then. I don't know if you realize that or not, but they didn't have Kinko's back then to where they said, Jesus speaking tonight. Come hear him talk about the Lord. No, no. You see, he, he would just go out there and he would speak and people would come up and they would follow him. You see, he had followers, but he never asked for them. Church asked for members. Why is church more important than Jesus? Now, if you're a church-going person, hats off to you. Keep it up. If not, keep up the way you you worship any way you want. I don't care. It's it, it look. It's not my salvation. And once again, I could be wrong. Because once again, I don't know. Which is full-blown witchcraft, you think, huh? <laughs> that is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! I said it! I said I said it! That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! Faith is like the wind. You can't see the wind, but you can see what it can do. Yep. She calls herself Christian, but she's fine with her nephew turning niece. God is my hope. I'll never give him up. Believe in him because of what he's done in my life. He gives peace and joy even during difficult times. And there you go. 
But once again, once again, Heather, I appreciate you asking the question, and I, I we're not trying to come after you. But I think you, you asked the question about me and, and, and my beliefs. I'm, I'm happy to tell you. I'm not going to run away from them. Oh, I'd rather not speak about that because I don't care what you – and it, it, it's, I know it sounds flippant and it sounds bad of me to say I don't care what your religious beliefs are. When I say I don't care, I don't mean that as a, uh, as a uh, passing the buck or just, you know, shoo-shooing you. I don't care because I don't have to live your life. I don't care. Do what you want. That's your life. So many people get so involved with everybody and having to tell each other how to live their lives. Now, if you ask for advice, I'm more than happy to give advice. But I'm not one of these people that's just going to come in there and say, this is what you need to do. If you ask. I mean, once again, once again, race car driver. I just want you all to remember that. The, the sacrifice I made when I heard those words. Church is also really hard when it's football season. Yeah, it's impossible. No. No. Uh-uh. Cowboys are on. I'm watching the damn game. Longhorns right. If you have a Saturday service, you are out of your goddamn mind. It's like them damn people that get married in the middle of college football season. What in the hell is wrong with you? And Listen up, it's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? College Station says go to the Church of AIG. Jalapeno. Jalapeno, brother. Uh, I should have played the, the sermon music underneath me there. Oh, well, but I wanted to give a real answer to Heather because I think she deserved it. Uh, this one's from Jerry. Great name. Hey, Arnie. Can you please explain to me the mindset you would have to have to get into a submarine to go see the Titanic at 12,500 feet below the water? I mean, didn't they realize that this is probably a bad idea? Do these people not have families or people who depend on them? I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel the same thing is going to happen to one of those Elon rocket ships as well. Um, <laughs> great question. And by the way, these people have a lot of people that depend on them. Pakistan's richest man is there, which means he probably owns a lot of land and he employs a lot of people. They're pretty much worried about his whereabouts. There's a British billionaire whose son is getting called out because his son, after hearing so, went to a Blink-182 concert. Now, they're giving him shit for going to the concert. What they should be giving him shit for is going to a Blink-182 concert. It's not 2005. I can explain this about the sub from someone who's a licensed Patty certified diver. If you'd like, you, you if you'd like to explain, look, look. I, I can explain it. They, they're rich people that have a lot of money to spend, and they want to see something that you can see on the National Geographic Channel. The second richest Pakistan guy is the first guy's son. Holy shit! Look, I saw the story about the divers who got attacked by sharks for Netflix. I didn't do the Rocha story about it. Because right now, in the immortal words, hold on. You know what? I, I think this this deserves to be played and maybe made into one of my sound effects. Uh, This is one of the greatest things that George Costanza ever said on television. 
The sea was angry that day, my friends. <laughs> because the sea is fucking pissed off right now. Okay, the sea is swallowing submarines. Sharks are attacking people they used to not attack. Oh, we have killer whales, orcas, that are tearing the rudders off boats because a boat ran into one. So that one got mad and trained the others, who then telepathically trained the others to fucking attack boats. There is no reason to be in the water ever after today. I'm guessing the only reason this is a big story is to get the news talking about this and not Hunter's dumbass. Well, Mage, cor- uh, let- correct the mundo. Well, I guess you really have to love the aquatic life. I could go back and choose a different career. It would have been a marine biology, so I'm a little different. Now, and, and that's the thing is that I get why these people do it. I, got, so I was a certified scuba diver in, in college. I got to feed a fucking 14-foot-long long catfish, 14 foot long catfish by the, the, the Comanche uh, nuclear power plant here in Texas. We dove in that lake. We got to go down 40 feet. Let me just tell you something. There is nothing more tranquil, more peaceful, than when you're about 20 feet under the water and you don't hear anything. That is real silence. That right there, and I'd never had such a peaceful feeling as I did in that moment. Now, that was when I was like 20, and I was stupid, and I didn't realize that when we were swimming up, there were fucking water moccasins all around us that were nuclear fucking powered as well, just like that 14-foot catfish. They had some like 12-foot long cotton mouse. So once we got certified, we got the hell out of there. And I'm like, well, that was stupid. So I've come to my senses after shark attack, after shark attack, after alligator attack, after crocodile attack, after Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin got stung in the heart by a devil ray. I still don't like that baseball team because of it. Uh, you are absolutely right about that, Arnie. There is nothing like it, and you can't. No, you really. I, I mean, honest to God, it was, it was one of the most tranquil moments of my entire life. Is when we got to go down that deep. And I always loved swimming in pools. But uh, see, and and it was it was it was frightening because you're out of your element, and you see a 14 foot long catfish. You think, well, that's gonna eat me. And you feed it a hot dog, and it eats the entire hot dog and takes half your arm with it. Instead of being a marine biologist, you'd be a race car driver. It's safer. I've been around sharks while diving. They don't bother me. Not great whites, though. I ain't stupid. No, no. And once again, once again, let's just remember the theme of the day is... The sea was angry that day, my friends. It really was. Yeah, I'm going to have to save that. <laughs> closest I've gotten to a shark was in the original Resident Evil video game, and I was stabbing them to death. <laughs> um, but I think that this is a little different than scuba diving because you couldn't scuba dive 12,500 feet. Your body would collapse. Um, in this submarine, I, I imagine it's very peaceful and tranquil until the first fart's ripped. And once again, if, if I knew I was going on this, 
If I knew that I was going to, I would do, eat nothing but ponchos for the entire week leading up to it. Oh, it would be on. That would be the worst. And that sub right now, I look, look. I hope they get saved. I'm, I'm not a, a, a mean person. I hope these people get saved just so when they open that sub, everybody can get a whiff of how bad it stinks. That would be my first question. How bad did it stink in there? <laughs> like if they rescue these people and they're going to have a press conference and be like, and even if they, you know, God forbid the worst happens, they don't get to them in time, oh, it's really going to stink then. That'd be, and by the way, at the press conference with the, the, the ocean people, I'd be raising my hand. How bad was it when you opened it? How bad did it smell? Was it a mixture of, of death and poop? Possibly, I don't know, like Ogre says, Indian food and hard-boiled eggs? Fuck that, man. And I'll tell you this right now. Like, if I were to ever have to do that trip, I know that Tommy would be with me, and then I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go, and, and this is the reason why. Because if I didn't eat at Poncho's the week leading up, I know Tommy would have. Because that's why he's my best friend. Oh, there's another layer to pull back, and I can't do it. Can't. Yes, I can. Ask family, um, just real quick. Uh, definition, real. Uh, uh, let me let me get to Jeopardy music. Um, Definition of a best friend. This one I almost reacted to. guy sitting next to you in jail. Okay, maybe a little deeper than that, best friend. Um, So the other night, when (coughs) Flav 2.0 and I went to dinner, we are having this talk about paying attention, being there, being present, and all this kind of stuff. Someone who will help you hide the body, uh, who doesn't, someone who (laughs) doesn't fart in your face. No, I, I don't think that's true. Um, let's see. Someone you would help hide a body, no questions asked. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Now, now here's a quick question. Um, have a best friend. Um, haven't you had, like, hang out, like, face-to-face? Uh, if you want to see what those subs can do, watch Blue Planet, The Deep, narrated by none other than David Attenborough. That is what I want to do. Okay. Um, because, like, it hit me the other night, and this one almost threw me for a loop because, you know, I, I treat my friendships very, 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 I hold them close to my heart. Especially, like, my friendship with Tommy, who I went to school with since the age of 15. I've known Tommy the majority of my life. I would hide anybody for Tommy. Tommy would hide anybody for me. I'd take a bullet for him. I think he'd take a bullet for me. I'd never ask him to, though. Um, he hit me with that, that his best friend, he's never met. Not face-to-face. They've, they've just been online. 
that that's Flave 2.0. Uh, and and that one that one almost threw me for a loop. I was like, "Well, wait, wait, wait. I I thought you guys like hung out and you guys talked and I thought you guys were stationed together." Nope. Nope, not the case. Online buddies. This generation. I tell you what. All right, there you go. That was the last part of my my off-ramp, so there you go. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, I keep seeing all this shit about Kevin Costner and how he wants to come back and how he probably isn't coming back, and as a fan of Yellowstone, I really don't get it. Why is he being such a dick? Well, I wouldn't say he's being a dick. I I would say he's probably, probably being more of a... You need to stop being such a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. See, the more I hear is that Kevin Costner, I guess he just released an album with his shitty band. By the way, hey, actors, we don't want you to play music. So Kevin Costner... And fucking Johnny Depp with all look, you look like a rock star with all your fucking bracelets and 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 scarves on. But you ain't a rock star; you're an actor. So stay off that stage, okay? Thanks, appreciate. It. By the way, you're not that good. I hate to tell you, you got a record deal because your name is Kevin Costner. Let's not forget. Shall we Shall we not forget when Clint Eastwood tried to sing? By the way, Clint Eastwood, far better actor than Kevin Costner, but a terrible singer. The film The Honky Tonk Man. No, it was not about an overweight wrestler from Memphis. It was the first time we got to see Scott Eastwood act. He also sung in, I believe, at the end of fucking... Um, El Gran Torino. Terrible. When I go missing, y'all who know who to look at. Oh, it's this. Let's see. Yeah, banging sounds. I I reported the banging sounds earlier. Big ass fan. That's like, that's just fish swimming into it, probably. Um, if you want my real opinion on this. My real opinion is this. I think this is nothing more than a money play by Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner knows that the show Yellowstone cannot go on without him. I don't know, and I've heard the rumors that he's not even going to film the last five episodes because his his prenup and his divorce and all this that's going on. He has a lot of money invested in real estate. He's like built his own town somewhere, and it close it costs close to eighty million dollars. So for him to walk away from a show that he gets paid a million dollars an episode to do—that's right. Let me tell you again: he gets paid a million dollars an episode, and he's going to walk away from that and turn over the reins to fucking Matthew McConaughey, and they're going to do the Four Sixes Ranch, which hey. Taylor Sheridan has made some great shows. By the way, all those shows you're going to have to wait on because the writer's strike. 1923, push back indefinitely. All these shows that, that are not in what they call the can, Cobra Kai, push back. 
And here's a big thing that's going on that nobody talks about. And I learned this last week or two weeks ago. They can still film stuff right now. Things are being filmed as we speak. Deadpool 3 is one of those things that's being filmed. But there is a law or a rule in Hollywood that if you are filming something and the writers are on strike, you're not able to ad-lib or change the script. You can only do what's written. And we all know that Ryan Reynolds likes to improv and do a lot of stuff in the Deadpool character that's not in the script, which legally, contractually, he cannot do right now. So that's why a lot of these places are taking hiatuses. And we're not going to see anything change for, I I don't know, I, I hope it ends soon, but whatever. Say what you want about China, but there ain't no writer strike there. No, nope. mm Yes, but Patrick Swayze and Lee Majors still both sang and spun gold. Well, that's true, but, I mean, that's Patrick Swayze and Lee Majors. I mean, uh, uh, seriously, uh, Patrick Swayze, uh, I, 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 uh, I don't want, what was his song, Into the, Into the Wind or something? It wasn't a very good song. This song, though, let me, let me, let me tell you. This, this, this. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I mean, that's a panty dripper right there. I mean, you hear those golden chords of Lee Majors? I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. I mean, right there, fuck. Man, oh man, Lee Majors is the ultimate male. If you put Lee Majors and Arn Anderson in a room together, I don't think mankind could not survive. If those two took on the rest of the world, it would be over. (laughs) As long as they keep filming those short flick one... (laughs) The one black couch, I'm okay with it. Uh, that's fucking funny. She's like the wind. Yeah, that, that, that to me wasn't Patrick's best. But but this, I mean this. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for a living in the movies and TV. Hardest thing I'll ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall from a tall building. I might roll a brand new car. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman. That's a great song. That is just a good song. God love Lee Majors. He did a, he did some kind of con here a couple years ago, and I I I. I didn't have time. If Lee Majors does another con, I'm going to meet him. I'm going to ask if I if I can touch his chest hair. Is that you think that'd be weird, uh, Mr. Majors? I was just wondering, can 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 I touch your chest hair? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe they'll ask me to leave. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want, Arnie? 
since you're the authority on wrestling, yes, yes, I am, I was wondering what you thought about the new Money in the Bank rules where the winner can pick any championship. Um, this is our little wrestling talk that we'll have for the day besides the dark side of the ring stuff. They've changed the rules now for Money in the Bank to where the winner of Money in the Bank, and if you look at the contestants in this year's Money in the Bank with Logan Paul, which absolutely sucks, none of those are main event guys. As much as I like L.A. Knight, he's not a main event guy. And they did this with Austin Theory because they realized Austin Theory was shit. As most of these new wrestlers are, shit. They realize that these guys can't carry the main event attraction. So to win the money in the bank, guys like Seth Rollins, who won it in the past, went on to become world champions. Money in the bank now, you can challenge for the Intercontinental title, I guess the NXT title, the American title. Why would you challenge for anything less than the world title? It's a stupid rule change, and it's there for L.A. Knight to challenge Gunter as the Intercontinental Championship because that's what they want, and that'll be WrestleMania next year. Mark my words, Gunter versus L.A. Knight, Intercontinental Championship. You heard it here. College Station says, Lee Majors, just don't let your best friend keep an eye on your wife when you're out of town. No shit. I mean, Lee Majors flipped with Farrah Fawcett. He deflowered Farrah. That right there, that belongs in sainthood alone. I mean, if there's a statue of men out there, Lee Majors needs one for the life of, uh, for the love of God. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want, Arnie? I've seen it with my own eyes. People are stealing from you again, and when the new season of FNL starts up, hopefully not. But I can see them saying this, too, that Garth Brooks has opened the first gay bar in Nashville. Damn it, you were the first, all caps, to say that, and they better recognize. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen it a couple places. I said it last week it, it, or two weeks ago when, when they are talking about this Garth Brooks bar in Nashville. And he has gone, I'm going to serve Bud Light there because, man... If you want to be an asshole, be an asshole somewhere else. And at first I didn't understand, but when we talked it all the way through, I did understand. Garth Brooks was a, ma- uh, a marketing major at Oklahoma State, and he was actually pretty successful in his career marketing himself as Garth Brooks and then going away for a long time and then coming back. The Chris Gaines stuff is a little retarded. That's a, that's a swing and a miss right there. But that's okay. You don't hit. You, you, look, look. Greatest hitter ever hit 420 one season. That means he still failed six out, almost six out of ten times. Ted Williams. So, uh, Garth Brooks is marketing to gay people to come to Nashville and go to his bar and his bar only. Here's the thing, gay people. And and from what I understand, I don't know what those people, and yes, I already understand I said those people, now twice, they spend money. When they go on vacation, they spend lots and lots of money. And what's the number one rule of business? Make money. Now, do I think that 
people will not go into Garth Brooks' bar because he's serving Bud Light. I do think that. I think the way he doubled down and the way the media played it against him, and, and, and I was honest with you, he never called people who were against Bud Light assholes. He never did, but the media made it sound that way. Now, I hate Garth Brooks. I can't stand him. I've never liked his music. I go on Twitter, and I always ask him where the bodies are, as Tom Segura has taught us to do. But I can't, I can't argue with that logic because, but the problem is that has he alienated enough of his fans toward the influx of, of, of gay visitors to Nashville because gay people like today's country music. I don't know why. Oh, that's right, because it's a lot more gay-friendly. That's right. So it's not my country music. Do I think that that will offset? I don't know. It's a gamble. Is it a bi- as big as Chris Gaines' gamble? I think it could be. Well, Garth Brooks says, if you want to be an asshole, go somewhere else. If you want to enjoy assholes, please come on in. <laughs> I don't think maybe not quite that. But, yes, you got part of that right, Ogre. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. And if you send me a bunch of more good emails, we'll do email uh, again this week, but then uh, again next Wednesday. So, oh, I already gave the phone number. I'm just rambling now. Okay.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. That right there was the queen and king of rock and roll in Great Britain in the 70s and early 80s. Freddie Mercury's the queen and David Bowie was the king. That was fun. That was cool. I like that. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on a uh, glorious, uh, beautiful hump day. That's what they did. I already said it's hump day. I, we, we, we already cleared that up. Now, this next story I'm about to read. Oftentimes, people will always like try to get me in a gotcha moment when, when I see that Texas A&M is playing Oklahoma. Why well, do you got to root for one who you're rooting for? And my single, dim-witted, non- caring response usually is Al-Qaeda because I really could care less who wins that game. I don't root for either of those teams. Now, it gets a little bit more serious if you pose the question to me, the who would you do question, because that's a game that I like to play and I'll play it seriously. Like if you were to hit me with a who would you do, Lizzo or Mama June? Lizzo, and, and I have to pick one of them. I'm probably going Lizzo because she ain't got bugs on her feet like Mama June did from Honey Boo Boo. Just gross. So I'll play that game. But today I have to play the game of whose side am I on? Because this is one of my oldest nemesis in my broadcasting career. Is one of the contestants here in this fight. That contestant is Kelly Osborne. Kelly Osborne is the first celebrity I openly challenged to a fist fight on the air. Way back when. Possibly 2000, maybe 1999. Maybe somewhere around there. I, I publicly challenged Kelly Osborne to a fist fight. By the way, it still stands today. But she decided to go after. Good old Prince Harry. Holy mother of Jesus. I know. I know. Texas A&M and College Station, baby. Yeah, two, 20. Hey, College Station, you know I love you, and, and, and I got your, your handle. 2024 is not going to be a good year for y'all. That last game of the season, I'm just telling you, you better have the National Guard there because there's going to be 100,000 really upset Aggies. Hearing the chant once again, Poor Aggies, poor Aggies, because Big Brother's coming to play. And when you walk into College Station, Kyle Field, beautiful stadium. Look, I will say this, A&M spent the money in the right place building up that stadium. It is a beautiful stadium. But the only time that stadium ever sees any kind of life is when you hear I'm hard as a rock. When you hear that played like after when Justin kicked that field goal to win the last game we played against you with Mac Brown. 
Oh, I can't wait. College football season. Look, 2023 is going to be a good year, but 2024 is going to be magical, baby. Is that your six to midnight song? Oh, it was there. Thinking about that game. Lizzo makes you a great chicken wing, but Mama June can make you an awesome multi-meal. <laughs> All right, so the battle is between Kelly Osborne and Prince Harry. She ripped him apart saying he, for whining and complaining. She said on her podcast, which I'm sure is wonderful, um, he's a fucking twat. He's like, woe is me. I am the only one who's had mental problems. My life was so hard. Everybody's life was fucking hard, she added. You were prince of a goddamn country who dressed up like a fucking Nazi, and now you're trying to come back as the Pope? Suck it. Now, there's no word on if she did the DX suck it when she said suck it. But in, a, in, in something I never thought I would ever do on this show. I thought that I would probably have to play either Boomer Sooner or that terrible Texas A&M fight song on this show long before I would ever have to say, Kelly Osborne, this is for you. <laughs> Kelly Osborne is ripping Harry apart. How bad is that? A purple-headed loser is ripping apart this guy. And I love every second of it. <laughs> so good. Good for them. Good for them. All right, moving on, because I know Tex AM fight song is A B C D M G. <laughs> I'm sorry, College Station. Please come back. Don't, don't, don't leave me, College Station. I root for you against anybody who's ranked ahead of us. And it's, it's painful. I'll say that. Not as painful as this idiot. Now imagine this. Now imagine it. Now, 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 now. Look here, ass family. There was a time in my life where I would come straight home from work. And I would turn the television on. Straight home from work meant 10 o'clock. Oh, college. Oh, God damn it. Kelly Clarkson versus Dell. You dick. I deserve that. I deserve this. Hello. Yeah. It's me. Oof. I was yeah. wondering yeah. if after all these years you'd like to meet. Yeah, that'd be punishment. I, I, I would have to go with the, the second one. The name that I do not try to mention on this show. Otherwise, I have to play a sound effect over Kelly Clarkson every day of the week. Kelly Clarkson's a pig. Um, so I would come home from work, turn the TV on, usually take a handful of pills. I, I, I have nothing to hide. That, that was my day. I'd take a handful of pills, turn on the prices Right. Now, I'd play the prices Right while I'm getting fucked up. Now, I, I became pretty aware of, of, of things like, like the same towel set used to be offered in like two to three of the showcase showdowns each and every week.
You would see, it would be the same shitty home goods fucking thing, the shower curtain with the fish on them and the brightly colored towels. And they would always be in the first showcase showdown, the one that everybody passes on, because everybody knows the second showcase showdown is where the trips and the cars are. Well, uh, a contestant, Henry, had 30 seconds to guess whether each digit from the price of a trip to Hawaii should be higher or lower. Um... He guessed almost correctly, almost immediately, sending him into a frenzy and putting the ow in Maui when he began jumping up and down in celebration. You ready? I'm ready. One, two, three, go! There we go. Higher, lower, lower, higher. Yes! Ah! Whoa! Over here, Alice. Uh, let me explain okay, what happened. Henry, uh, this is Alice. This is Alice, Henry's wife. How you doing? Uh, Henry was celebrating. Mage, you might know them. I'm just saying. It, it, look, look, it, Mage, do, do you know these people? I'm, I'm just wondering because uh, uh, Drew Carey did not. Uh, Drew Carey did not say this. Slides off limits to ching chongs. So um, let's continue this. And he dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> That's right. The young man jumping up and down over a trip to Hawaii dislocated his shoulder. Mage says, no, I don't, LOL. Okay, good, good, good. I I just want to make sure. Now, uh, by the way, the trip was like $4,700. Okay, so that's a pretty decent trip, I guess, to Hawaii. I'm not sure. I've been to Hawaii once. It was fun. It's great. Super duper. Cheeseburger in paradise. Wonderful. Maui. Without wrestling or falling down, how the fuck do you manage that? He's, he's, you watch the video, he's just jumping up and he's raising his arms. He dislocated his shoulder. These are the men in the world today now, ladies. This is what you have. Men will dislocate their shoulders jumping up and down on a game show. Not in my day. Not in my day. If we want to dislocate our shoulder on the prices, right, we would challenge Bob Barker to a wrestling match. How is Bob Barker still alive at 99? He's alive because he knows at 99 he could still host the prices right better than this schmuck Drew Carey. I'll say it till the day I die. Bob Barker shouldn't be retired. Spay and neuter everything. I'm glad it was on a trip to Hawaii. Instead of, like, you know, some shitty eco-fucking-friendly car. Or, of course, the terrible bathroom set. You know, I-, I wish The Price is Right would just do this. When it comes to the showcase showdown, the person who's won the most, they get to choose second. Or they get to pass. Or they'll say, oh, I pass on this one. And then they always get... The first showcase showdown... Look, look, you want to cut time off the show? Perfect. This is what you do. First showcase showdown... We're going to give you a bunch of shit. It's all crap. Towels, blankets, bed sheets, maybe a couple dressers. We'll see how how the the funding is going. But there you go. The first one, that goes to say, you never, you never see the fucking, the, the, the big winner ever take the first one. Ever. Oh, I'm, I'm a student of that show. I'm, I'm just going to tell you this right now. If I were to ever go on The Price is Right, I would do damage. But see, here's the problem. 
Here's the problem. All that shit you win, because I knew somebody went on the price of the right ones. And they, they, they won. I don't know all they won. They won a bunch of crap. But uh, you have to pay the taxes right then and there. So if you win a new car, a new car, they roll that car out and it's $30,000. You got to pay the taxes on it right then and there or you have to so, uh, you have to forfeit it. If you can't pay the taxes, you don't win a car. And I think they give you some wonderful parting gifts, some rice San Francisco treat. But they don't give you the cash for the car. They don't go, well, we're going to buy the car from you. No. And here's the, here's the shit part. Price is Right does not buy that shit. The Price is Right is paid to put that shit on their show. I mean, if the Price is Right, look, look, if you want to get the best contestants, you wanted people to watch, this is what you do. You give away Bugattis. You give away Mercedes-Benz. You don't give away a Chrysler Seabreeze. You don't give away anything that starts with Buick. Now, those are fine, reputable cars for old people. But if you're on a game show, you don't want to win a Buick. I want you to think about this. Think about you at your current age right now. And if your buddy were to come running into your house going, hey, man, check out my new Buick outside, you'd be like, fuck you. It's a Buick. Now, if they were to come over and you, hey, check out my new Porsche, my new Range Rover. See, those things roll off the tongue. New Chrysler, not so much. Hey, look at my new minivan. Stop it. And, and, and Bugatti and Mercedes are not paying the price of the right to put their, per- their merchandise on there. Give away a Ferrari for fuck's sake. Make it something good. A Buick? Come on, man. I'm on national TV. I, I spent my vacation here. And you want to give me a fucking Buick? Christ, I guess I'll bid. I'll, I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> if I were to get the showcase showdown and there was a Buick involved, for comedy purposes only, I would. I, uh, my bid is $1 billion, Drew. It could be an all-expense-paid trip to Antigua, some fine Maui and Jim sunglasses, and then to get me to the airport, a new Buick. Well, Drew, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to my bid will be one billion dollars because I don't want to win that shit. A new Buick, Christ's sake! You dislocated your shoulder. there's a new job out there for you. In case you don't want to win a new Buick, you can go work for this family. A race car driver. Um, An American billionaire family is hiring a full-time dog nanny who will be paid $127,000 a year to pamper the two privileged dogs. You would have to move to central London, but be able to travel with the family. Responsibilities will be include arranging playdates, vet appointments, and food. Not to mention probably manually stimulating both animals. 
You're going to pay somebody $127,000 to walk your dog. I wouldn't pay anybody a nickel to walk Bubba. I don't even like walking Bubba. Bubba, you like to walk? Motherfucker's still asleep. Car ride? Car ride? Not even waking up for car ride. Not even giving me the satisfaction. $127. What kind of damn dogs are they? Um... Uh, does it say what kind of dogs they are? Family of personalized exercise. George Ralph Dunn of Fairfax. Uh, how the dog nanny would drop everything and leave their private lives on back burner to put the dog's well-being first. They've already gotten over 400 applications. Well, you know what? Here, it's okay. Provide unparalleled. These are the responsibilities. Take unparalleled care and attention to the dogs, treating them as valued members of the family. This includes feeding, grooming, and ensuring they receive regular exercise and playtime. Dog walkers have a dangerous job. Look at what happened to Lady Gaga's dog walker. Take care, swoosh. Have a great day, my friend. Uh, Coordinate and oversee the veterinary appointments. Develop a personalized exercise regime. They're dogs. They don't exercise. Company the dogs during domestic and international travel, ensuing their comfort and safety throughout the journey. Plan and organize socialization opportunities for the dogs, including playdates with other dogs. That's dumb. That's what we call a humping hour. Collaborate with other household staff members, such as housekeepers and gardeners, to ensure a harmonious and clean environment for the dogs, meaning clean up their shit. Key requirements. Demonstrated expertise as a professional dog nanny or similar role. Preferably with an ultra-high net worth family. Wow, way to, way to pat yourself on the back there. Strong understanding of dog health and nutrition. Proficient and positive reinforcement training techniques. Oh, so they're all about the carrot, not the stick. Impeccable professional ethics. And the ability to handle sensitive information with the utmost discretion and confidentiality. The dogs are spies? Wait, I thought I was in charge of the dogs. What kind of secrets do these dogs have? Do these dogs know who shot JFK? Do they know where Jimmy Hoffa is? Ability to handle dogs of various sizes and strengths and possession of a driver's license with a clean driving record, as driving may be required for errands or appointments. Because you spayed and neutered, I got a story for you. I got it done because my wife and I didn't want more kids. They told me I would heal in like a day or two. So I get home, sit on the couch, and close my eyes a little. My youngest son climbs on the couch and gets on the top armrest like he was standing on the turnbuckle and dove headfirst into my balls. I almost threw the kid into the wall but didn't because he was too. <laughs> oh, you owe him. Oh, Mage. Mage, you, you, you owe him. He, he might not remember that from the age of two. So you get to, you get to, oh, you get to take a shot at him. That's what we call daddy payback. Who's the client, Sharon Osborne? I'll say yay, I'll say yay. We have new nannies for Minnie. Yay, daddy. Sharon Osborne's been away. She's gone. We've got Kelly making all the news now. 
That's fantastic, though. $127,000 to fucking take care of dogs. It's on the list of payback. I got good. Good. Oh, yeah. Hey, son, you might not remember this. When you were two, uh, I had gotten a vasectomy, and, well, you decided to jump headfirst into my nutsack the day that I came home from the hospital, and it really hurt. And now I'm going to pay you back. What out? That will be your official entry into the Watow League there, Mage. Sounds like a dick punch at your son's wedding. <laughs> a restaurant is in trouble. Uh, what, what restaurant? Is, uh, God almighty. This is so fucking dumb. A restaurant in California. Um, the owner of the restaurant's name is Che Garibaldi who operates two locations of the Taqueria Garbanelli in Northern California. They have to pay $140,000 in back wages and damages to employees after it hired a fake priest to extract workers' confessions in what federal investigators are calling the most shameless act of corruption an employer has taken against his staff. So the guy hired a fake priest and made all his employees give fucking (laughs) confessions? The the priest got their sins out, including asking if they'd been late for work, stolen money from the restaurant, or had bad intentions toward their employer. Hey, hey, buddy, buddy, there's a way easier way of doing this. It's, it's called cameras. If you want to spy on your employees, they're called cameras. You don't have to go out and hire a fake priest. By the way, where does one go and hire a fake priest? Is, is this something that like, like you sit down and you have auditions for? Like, go ahead and come on in there, fake father, whatever your name is. I mean, this is a role I could do. What are your sins, my child? Have you ever been late for work? I'd see that that'd be the way. See, from what I understand, because I ain't Catholic. The restaurant is on the corner of Alta Arden and Howe. Oh, that's fantastic. See, from what I understand, you Catholics, you guys can you guys can help me here. Um does the preacher lead you on, like asking if you are late for work or if you intend to have bad intentions towards your employer? See, from what I, from all my movie knowledge of confessionals, and that sadly that's all I have. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to, you know, put you in a stereotype or anything like that. But usually the priest just sits there, right? He doesn't add to it. Like, have you had impure thoughts? What are your impure thoughts? Do they include giant boobs, small boobs? I mean, that's what I'd want to hear from the priest. Do you have any fetishes? Oh, oh, you you like rimming. Do you like clockwise rimming or counterclockwise rimming? Well, that, that, that depends on how many Hail Marys I give you. This is why I'm asking. <laughs> have you ever... I think if a priest ever asked me if I ever been late for work, something would go off in my head saying this is not right. 
Oh, Bubba's up. What, what does Bubba see? Does Bubba see something? Bubba, is somebody out there? Is somebody out in your neighborhood? Is that why you got up off the couch? At least you ain't barking. We want to hear your workplace sins. Tell the priest you flogged the bishop and he'll confirm this with his boss. I mean, seriously. <laughs> That's just too funny. Well, what we're going to do. The Catholic Diocese of Sacramento confirmed they found no evidence of any connection between the fake priest and the di- diocese. Well, we don't know who the person in question was. We are completely confident he was not a priest. You think? No priest took his fucking off-campus time at the taqueria to hear if anybody was late for work so he could report it so he can get a discount? No, they don't ask questions unless they're beating off on their sides. All right. All right. (laughs) That's funny. You know, wait a second here. Here's a question I really have. If you worked there, would you go through this? I mean, it sounds like you're going to have to go through it, but, I mean, what if you're not Catholic? Like, let's say I worked at this taqueria. Say I want to be a race car driver, and then I got a job as, as, at a taqueria. Would, would I have to go through the confession? I, I would say, well, one of my confessions is I think this is stupid that I have to talk to you because I don't even believe in the same things you do. But, hey, good for you. If, the, if it's a kid confessing, the priest says pictures or it didn't happen. Now stop that. Stop that. Now, see, this next story, I'm, I'm torn, ass family. I'm torn. This is, the, this is the hard part about being Arnie. Is do I, do I, do I, do I like this story because of what they're doing? I can't, though, because it's so cruel. First of all, I've got a year-long probe that the BBC has done has found a cruel ring, a gang, if you will. Okay? So this is a gang that has been globally operating with hundreds of people paying Indonesians to do something. This group is known as the Monkey Torture Gang. Once again, if I could write this, I'd be on strike in Hollywood. The Monkey Torture Gang sadistically abuses and kills macaws on camera for customers. Indonesian gang sliced off animal fingers and then beat them with hammers. Now, I'm no fan of cruelty to animals by any means. Even though they're monkeys. I mean, monkeys are... I, 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 now, I'm not sure what a macaw is. Oh, macaw, is the macaw the one that looks like the outbreak, or the, the break, uh, the, the outbreak monkey? Is that what a macaw is? Uh, in a film video, this one fella is talking to a reporter. He says that if he's very, very angry... He hits the monkey against the wall. Now, there's some bad people in this world, and then there are some fucking shit fuck people. I would have to say that even though they're monkeys, 
okay? Even though they're monkeys, they don't need to be beaten and have their fingers cutting off. I mean, that's pretty, that, that's low. I mean, and this is me. Mr. Nature is not your friend where chimpanzees will rip your nuts off, they'll eat your eyeballs, which they've done. Insert low-hanging fruit joke about spanking them. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I look, look, I don't even need the story. I'm going to tell you this right now. If, if you can get paid to hit a monkey with a hammer, by the way, it does sound kind of awesome, but I know it's wrong. So once again, it's wrong. It does sound awesome, though. The, the, some of these people are fucking the monkeys. I, I, I'm just going to tell you that right now. Now, that does not sound awesome. That sounds gross. That sounds terrible. Sounds disgusting. Do you think, oh, God, do I want to ask this question? See, this is why, this is why I do the show. Well, I already know the answer. Because if, if there are people in the U.S. and the U.K. that are willing to purchase videos of you hitting a monkey with a hammer, sounds awesome. I, I don't think when it, when I see it, I probably wouldn't like it. So it's not that awesome. It's cruel. You know, they're 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 saying, "Hey, uh, if I give you an extra twenty, will you put you know, you will you do the old hoopty doopty with the monkey?" And that's just gross. That's wrong. We got to put it into this, into this. It's my new cause. Stop fucking monkeys. There you go. Faces of death hit the monkey with the hammer. That's the original one. That was the that was the one that was real. When they had the, the, the monkey brain, the fresh monkey brain, where they had to hit it at the table. Oh, I remember watching that. And the people were all so excited when they brought the little monkey out and they put it in the cage. And they're all like, oh, hee, ah, oh, look at the monkey. Oh. And the monkey's fucking rah, rah, rah. And then, like, the, the, the waiter all hands him a hammer. And they're like, what, what are we I'm blowing? He's, what are we supposed to do with this? <laughs> and you just go, whack. Just hit that motherfucker in the head. And then you eat his brain right there. Blech. I remember seeing that. That was awesome. All right, our final story of the day. Are these the monkeys that are throwing the dogs off the roof? I'm not sure. Was that a monkey sound you made or a penguin on Quaaludes? I think that was Bubba. That was Bubba that just made that sound. Um, all right. Our last story of the day, well, we got to take a little trip here. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Only in Florida. Squatters have taken over Florida's meth island. And they've built an elaborate treehouse and they installed a trampoline. Florida officials give squatters 48 hours to vacate the island. I don't know what I'm more shocked at. That squatters have invaded an island or the island is known in Florida as meth island. The island, according to video by the Volusia County Sheriff's Office, is dotted with various handmade wooden structures, including an elaborate four-story treehouse. 
The sheriff's office was assisting members of the police department, South Daytona Police Department, Florida Fish and Wildlife by posting no trespassing signs. They even have a welcome center. Parts of these islands have been overrun with campsites, trash, wooden structures, towers, even a trampoline. For everyone who enjoys the beauty of this area, what, the beauty of taking meth? Squatters attempted, what, uh, to decorate the island, including painting hearts on beam structures. Oh, so your, your next chance you get to go to Florida, please, please go on down to Volusia County and ask where Meth Island is. I'll get my horse to take over here. Hell hath no fury is like a horse scorned. We don't need no stinking badges. Now, you got to be careful because I don't know where this is in Florida because this could be close to the VD monkeys. And we don't want the VD monkeys or the swimming bears. We've learned that Florida is a no-go place now. And that does it for the show today. Ask Family, thank you so much for being here. I do appreciate it. We will be back tomorrow. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Ask Channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because... You are in there. Monkeys are evil. We will terminate all of them. Who wins Florida, Australia? Boy, right now it's a dead tie, Ogre. It is a dead tie, I promise you. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Hey, Francis, I don't know about you, but I kind of need a break. Maybe a trip or something. Fly me to the moon Let me play up there with those stars Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars In other words, hold my hand In other words, maybe kiss me Fill my heart with song And let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words In other words Please be true In other words I'm in love with you song let me sing forevermore you are all i long for all i worship and adore in other words please be true in other words in other words in other words in other words i To beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. 
and so is the Arnie State Show. Woo. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.